listening to Girl Talk, a podcast for girls, hosted by Girl Scouts River Valleys. Girls are go-getters, innovators, risk-takers, and leaders. As the premier leadership organization for girls, Girl Scouts sets the standard. Girl Scouts is the girl expert, and in a world full of challenges, we're in Girl's Corner. Hi, Girl Talk listeners. Right now, when we're releasing this episode, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic, and things are changing all around us all the time. We recorded our conversation with Julia a while ago before this all started, but we think you'll still find a lot that's relevant to what's going on and how people are talking about it. We hope you're safe and healthy and that you enjoy this episode about navigating polarizing conversations with our friend Julia Berkstaller. All right, let's get into it. Hi, Girl Talk listeners. I'm Hannah, and I'm here with Idell. Hey. And today we're welcoming Julia Berkstaller to the podcast. We invited Julia here today to talk with us about how to navigate tough conversations and situations that girls, and really all of us, get into with our friends, family, people at school and work, and on social media about politics and other subjects that can be polarizing. And when I say polarizing, I mean things that tend to push people uh, onto very separate sides with different beliefs and points of view. We know a lot of girls go through this, and it can be really stressful and bring up a lot of emotions. Julia is the Advocacy and Development Manager at Girl Scouts, and she has a lot of expertise and experience in talking to people who have different views. She's here to give us some tools to help us get through these situations with our relationships and our mental health intact. Julia, welcome to Girl Talk. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, Julia. Hey. Are you excited to be here? I'm very excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have a conversation about having conversations. So I'm just going to. We always hope it goes well. No pressure, Julia. Uh, Okay. So we're talking about getting caught in the middle of conversations about polarizing topics that have the potential to turn ugly. And sometimes relationships with our friends or family members can feel like they're on the line. So to get us started, let's set the scene with a kind of generic hypothetical situation that a lot of us can probably relate to. So your family is having a gathering, maybe for a holiday or a birthday or another celebration, and everyone is talking about something big that's in the news that week. And everyone has their own opinion, and it's kind of split. And a few of your family members are in a pretty heated debate And you're not really sure if you should speak up with your own opinions. You know it might end up in an argument. So what's happening here and what's the best way to deal with it? Julia, what's happening? Help us. I'm going to solve all of your family problems (laughs) right here. Here we go. Thank you. (laughs) Here we go. Solve the political world in this hour. We're so glad. We're so ready. (laughs) Yep, you brought on the right person. Uh, Okay, so I think I think a lot of times the the main issue is dealing with this binary, or we call a. false dichotomy you're, you're presented with a false dichotomy so i know that's a, a big word a big kind word. of a strange word <laughs> not a lot of people just drop that in conversation um, but, but we're really smart so we do super, yeah absolutely all the time i say it at least five times a day yeah, um so what it would mean is it's a it's a fake choice so it's someone offering you only two options to a situation or a problem right and Oftentimes there are no there's more than two options. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes there's options that aren't even actually options. They're just kind of this like middle area where you understand both sides of the argument or the the issue in terms of this family situation, right? Yeah. 
if you're stuck in the middle and you most likely can can see maybe one person's side of things and think, okay, that makes sense. That argument, parts of that argument make sense to me, but there's a couple of things that I'm unsure about. And then maybe the other side, you're like, well, no, that makes sense as well. So what's right? Um, (laughs) So, and that's where we're kind of here to tell you is that no part is right. Um, Right. The word right or correct is just not, it's actually not really real in most situations because a lot of um, people's opinions is formed by their their life experience. That's where a lot of these these issues happen is that people are failing to see the other person and seeing them for who they truly are and what their lived experience was um, and why they maybe came to the conclusion that this is how they feel about that topic. Sometimes it actually isn't their own opinion. They're maybe taking on the opinion of somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get maybe frustrated. It's like, you don't even actually believe that. (laughs) (laughs) You just heard somebody say that. that person. Right. You're feeling offended that they don't get what you're saying Mm -hmm. and they're feeling offended by what you're saying right and like on both sides we're all just sort of like our side is really important right right Mm -hmm. Right? like i feel like that's just such a huge thing that i feel that we're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) i would just like to add right i feel like crazy and anxious Mm -hmm. and like pit in your stomach yeah like no like i can't just sit here and listen to that and not say something i have to say something yeah Yeah. Uh, because it really it it, you know it really brings up a lot of emotions because sometimes if they're polarizing it means that there's a lot of emotion behind it yeah Yeah. um so if you're really you know stuck in your feelings or really feeling like oh man like this is something i really truly deeply care about and this person saying the complete opposite of what i believe it's hard to stay level-headed and it's hard to actually think well how do we have a, a reasonable conversation about it because sometimes if you try to bring it down and maybe make it more of a conversation and less of an argument, maybe they're not willing to meet you at that level. Maybe right. they just want to yeah. keep yelling. Right. <laughs> right. So then you're going to be really stressful. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're like, you know what, I'm going to be, you know, the bigger person. I'm going to be calm. I'm just going to have this conversation. But they maybe even see that as like a manipulative move. Like, oh, really? You're just going to get quiet. You're just going to get right. calm with me and make mm-hmm. me feel like I'm being ridiculous for feeling all these emotions. Um, so and it's, you're like, it's, no. Yeah, no. I just want you to calm down. Just listen. Yeah. Uh, But no, and I think think in some ways there is no, like say you're in that situation with that family, there's not like a, you know, a a, a checklist of what to do to get through it, a step-by-step to just like solve it all. It might Mm be years and years of conversation. It might be, you know, various conversations that you have throughout your time and relationship with that person till you get to a point of kind of not, not necessarily agreement. Maybe you never agree, but maybe you can still see beyond the disagreement and mm-hmm. still just see your relationship and the positives of that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I, I don't know, one idea that I had, what do you guys think? <laughs> Lay it on us. <laughs> Is uh, like focusing on asking questions too to try and like right. help understand the situation, trying to really listen to what someone else is saying because mm-hmm. that might diffuse the situation a little bit. Totally. And I think asking questions helps you reveal how they got to that point, how they got to that decision or their opinion of that topic. So maybe just, you know, digging deeper into maybe kind of. What brought you here? You wouldn't want to come at it generally of like, why do you believe that? You maybe <laughs> yeah, would want to, you know what I yeah. mean? You maybe would want to ask questions related to the topic and yeah. see, you know, what do you mean by about that? It. Yes, yeah. like yeah. ask more things. And because maybe they don't even know why they believe that. Maybe mm-hmm. they are just, you know, spewing off what they heard or read on Twitter or what yeah. they, you know, <laughs> yeah. what they heard on the news. 
no one wants to be seen as uninformed. People,、mm-hmm. I think, feel really scared about seeming stupid or uninformed. So they think that they have to have a position on everything. Yeah. And so then they, they just spew off what they've heard. And so if you really dig deeper, maybe they actually don't have an opinion on it. And it could be an opportunity for you to just kind of have a conversation about it.、Yeah. Um, or, you know, you can find out that, oh, that actually wasn't something from their lived experience. Maybe it was just something that they think is. What they should believe based、mm-hmm. on everything else they believe in, and who also believes that.、Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe their parents you know, told them that's what it、right. is. And so then they're just kind of just spewing off what, they, what their parents said. Well, I、yeah. think that's easy to do. I mean, I remember just sort of believing what my parents believed. Like, I remember presidential elections where like, I knew who my dad was voting for, and he was really good at. Sort of explaining why、mm-hmm. he was doing that. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, and then we'd talk about it at school, and I would just take the stance that my dad had. I mean, this、mm-hmm. was in like fourth grade, you know, but、yeah. I still would sort of take on those views. And it's hard once you get to high school and you have to start figuring that out for yourself. It can be hard to like figure out when it's time to have your own views on your、right. own opinions, right? Because like、mm-hmm. you're at home and you hear your like parents talking about it or older siblings or. Like other family members.、Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, I, I don't want to say that like that's bad, right? No, like, because that's just sort of how it goes. But I think it's really important.、Right. But again, it, it's, it comes back to that, that lived experience of、yeah. your family's lived experience. It's, it's collective. Like they're, they're experiencing a lot of the same things that you've experienced because、mm-hmm. you're, you're in it together and you're in the same household, you're in the same income level, you're in the same neighborhood. So、mm-hmm. there are things that, You all are experiencing together that maybe your classmates aren't experiencing.、Yeah. So maybe you're the only one at school who has this opinion, or you feel like you're the only one at school.、Mm-hmm. Uh, it might just be a vocal minority in the school, in terms of like, you know, they, in, the smaller group of people is just very vocal about what they believe.、Mm-hmm. But maybe you're actually not. Not the only one who doesn't believe it、yeah. um, or thinks differently or maybe thinks it,、uh, you know, just sees it from a different perspective. So、yeah. I definitely think it is hard to, to get to the point of、um, coming up with your own opinions、um, when you're surrounded by just a lot of noise because、um, it's really、yeah. easy, especially in, I think, a high school setting of you want friends, you want you to feel you know, included, you want to feel like. People understand you. So,、mm-hmm. if you have a, a completely opposite opinion about something, and then、uh, everyone that you want to be friends with is saying something else, you might just take on that opinion just so that you can fit in. And that's kind of a hard situation to be in. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, I think, I like, I don't know, kind of having this conversation makes me think that it's useful to, to think about what other people you look up to are、mm-hmm. believe in stuff as a, as, One of many ways to form your own opinion,、yeah. right? So you can think about like the arguments they make and, and why they believe that thing. And then that can be one piece of the puzzle in forming your own opinion. Absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, how many times have we thought that there's a celebrity or someone we really look up to and then they say, they come out and say something that's 100% not what you think. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this, you know, Ariana Grande said this about that. <laughs> Man, like that's, that's really upsetting because then you feel like, well, she just doesn't understand me or I'm, I'm just so different.、Yeah. Um, and it, it could be kind of a, a disappointment, especially if you look up to her in other things that she stands up for, other,、mm-hmm. you know, celebrities stand up for. That.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but again, like you said, it can just be one piece of the puzzle. I don't think that there's one place that we get our opinions from. Yeah. There's various 
angles and, and, you know, places that we, we get to that conclusion. And it, it's lived experience. It could be people that we look up to. It's people we trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, if you, you really have a good relationship with a friend that you just really trust and they're telling you like this is something that they really strongly believe in, maybe you just kind of take it on because you're like, well, I really trust them as a person. I really trust that they have a good head on their shoulders. So, you know, I don't know much about this, but maybe I'll start believing that too. Um, mm-hmm. And it, that's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it it's, we all have our different pathways of, of getting to, getting yeah. to our own views. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why, why do you think it's so important um, to have like your own opinion, to build that puzzle out and, and figure out what what do I really believe in? At the end of the day, you kind of want to know what, what you stand for. Yeah. Um, I think that it's it's good to, to have your own opinions because then you, you know that you are making an informed decision about something. Say it's something uh, like an election. Maybe you thought, oh, I thought this person was really going to help me and they're actually their policies aren't helping me. And I I just went along with what the people at my school were saying. Like, that's really frustrating. Well, and I think it's like empowering, right? To to be able to form your own opinion and then Mm -hmm. you're able Mm -hmm. to take action on it. Like you said, vote the way you want to Mm -hmm. advocate for that. Have tough conversations with people Mm -hmm. along along that. Um, So I think, yeah, there's something empowering about about forming that yeah but i think we sometimes miss that sometimes that takes a while oh, to absolutely. form that opinion yes and, and some research and mm-hmm. guidance from other yeah. people and, and lots of stuff like that and sometimes it there's a pressure right you were t- kind of talking about to to have an opinion on everything and to have it right away like mm-hmm. if you're in a discussion like panic freak yeah, out like, like i've yeah. literally never thought of this topic here's my opinion <laughs> yeah right it just feels like everybody's talking about it if right. it was in the news like in your scenario yeah you might feel like oh Boy, like, i didn't uh, even know that was a thing yeah right yeah. I need to figure out what that is you know yeah. what i mean so yeah yeah. yeah, and I think, too, like, w- when you think about that, I like how you said that you don't have to have an opinion on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when do you think it's okay to not have an opinion on something? I mean, I think all the time. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. It's okay, because um, there, there are different topics that may never kind of touch your life and your lived experience, and if you really just don't have an opinion, I think it's okay. There's a lot of bravery in saying, I don't know, Yeah, and then learning for yourself, you know, maybe mm-hmm. it opens the door to explore the different options or mm-hmm. the different uh, points of view on that topic that then you can just come to an informed decision yourself. But maybe guess what? Your opinion will change. Yeah. Maybe you'll you'll think, oh, I am dead set on this particular side of things. Yeah. And then through, you know, just listening to people, getting to know people, getting to know their stories, listening yeah. to people's stories is is really life changing and it, it's very influential in people changing their minds. Um because again, you didn't go through it, but then you hear about what they went through and you're yeah. like, wow, that really opens my mind. That really makes me see a different side of things. I, I think I've changed my opinion on yeah, that. Right. You know? And <laughs> yeah. that's very common. And I think it's it's um, right now. Not a lot of people are doing that. Not a lot of people are willing to listen to another person's story. They're not willing um, to take the time to just kind of listen and think. Do I want to change my opinion on that? Does that in- inform my decision to change my opinion? Because they're not even getting to the story. They're not right. even listening. They're not just taking the time to just get to know somebody deep down and why they maybe came to a conclusion. Yeah. I li- I like the idea of like. Being able to say, I don't know, is a brave choice mm-hmm. that I think also opens you up to be able to listen to those Absolutely. stories, right? Because yes. if you're not digging in your heels on mm-hmm. something that you don't really know much about, which 
been there, done that. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't we all? Um, (laughs) So, like, if you're really digging your heels on that, then it's harder to open yourself up to listening to another person, empathizing with another person. So Mm -hmm. by saying... I don't know. Tell me more about that. You're you can be open to to having Absolutely. an opinion or your opinion changed. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of leads us into we wanted to talk about some like solid tools. Um, and Julia, I know we've talked about a, one tool being empathy, and we've yeah. kind of touched on that a little bit. But could you kind of elaborate on what that means and how right. it can help? So in terms of empathy, so I have a social work background, and a lot of um, a lot of social workers that, you know, you're kind of told that, oh, you must have a really big capacity for empathy and that's why you went into this job. And I don't think that's necessarily true, but it is often. Um, Empathy meaning that you can just feel what someone has been through. You feel for them. Um, Maybe they're telling you like their story, like we talked about, and it's something that's just absolutely horrific. It's a really hard, traumatizing experience that they went through and you really literally feel that pain or you know feel it internally like I cannot imagine going through that my heart aches for you mm-hmm. then there's also kind of empathy and viewing it as a, a non-dehumanizing um, so a lot of times what opens the door for conflict and and anger toward a person is dehumanizing and that's on all sides so you know, thinking of a political figure as like, oh man, that person is actual garbage. Um, (laughs) They are, you know, the spot of Satan, whatever you want to, that is dehumanizing that person and it makes it so much easier to hate them. It makes it so much easier to dislike them if you bring them down um, from a human level. But if you actually get to, were to get to know that person and hear their story and have a conversation, you might be quite surprised that that you really like them. Maybe they actually are super, you know, charismatic, personable, and you really like them. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're like in this this place of conflict of like, oh wow, like I thought they were literal garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so now what? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Like where does where does that leave us in this right. this topic that we're totally opposite on? Yes. And like Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so I think um it's not easy. I want to, you know, really emphasize that, that I'm here just mm-hmm. telling you all these things that you could do, but oh my gosh, is yeah. it hard. <laughs> you yeah. say, Julia. Just right. do this. Oh yeah, just go up to that person that you really have strong opinions about or, you know, that they have the complete opposite of you and they're saying things that are hurtful and harmful to people you love or people that are you <laughs> yourself and then just listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, shake their hand. Give them a chance. lunch together. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very hard. It's a work in progress and we all digress we all make mistakes so maybe you know after hearing this podcast you're like you know what I'm really going to be way more open-minded I'm going to try and come from a place of empathy and you're going to have one really good conversation and then you know a week later it's going to be horrible and you'll be like oh I just want to yell at this person gosh oh they're so horrible so and you start getting into a comment hole right. on social media yes don't look at like, the comment Whoa. section that is no. very key don't look at the comments ever ever especially ever. not like right before bed right like at yes. night and Pretty much any time of the day. Any time of the day. Right when you wake up, start your day that way. (laughs) Right before you go to bed. At lunchtime, you're like, well, now my afternoon's gone. (laughs) I feel horrible. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so I think, uh, again, emphasizing um, to to not dehumanize them. And you might find yourself maybe just try and like recognize when you're having a conversation. Oh, did I just dehumanize somebody 
in that statement I made or in that opinion I have? Is there mm-hmm. some kind of dehumanization that I am having? Or, you know, it could be the opposite of like, I my whole conversation with this person, I'm thinking about how, how they're just so hateful or they are, you know, just so ignorant. Um, those kinds of things, that, you know, you might not say them out loud, but in maybe internal thoughts you're having. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, um, a way to, to let yourself know that maybe I'm dehumanizing and I need to kind of take it down a notch but again it takes a lot of practice and it's also very situational you may be in a great mood that day and super able to have those tough conversations Mm -hmm. some days you are not okay yeah (laughs) Yeah. i was gonna say we talked about that when we kind of were prepping Mm -hmm. for this Mm -hmm. that sometimes you just need to do an energy check like am i like there for this or do i need Mm -hmm. to say you know uh, let's and have that conversation in I would <laughs> I would pay good money that a lot of the conflicts are usually happening when someone's just having a real bad time. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably, just, yeah. It's a bad week. There's stuff going on. Right. Home. Maybe there's stuff going on in their personal life yeah. that's completely separate from this topic. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. But you're like, just really, man, you're just ready to fight somebody. <laughs> yeah. But you ever have those days where you're like, you know what? I could really use an argument. <laughs> I'm gonna stir up some trouble. Yes, uh-huh. like, you had a bad day at school or something. You come home, you're like, yeah. you know what? I want to pick a fight with my mom. Yeah, <laughs> this exactly. sounds like a good day to do it. Mom, sibling, like, yeah. and then you just do it. You just and do you it. know in the moment that it's a bad idea. Absolutely, but you have to. You just got to. Yeah, yeah. So, we've no. all been there. We've all been there. Totally. And it doesn't change. No, it doesn't it's change when no you get older. Old you it just get, happens you just at work yeah, with, your spouse, with your spouse afterwards. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah, still your parents. Even. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yep. still your parents. Yeah, your mom calls. You haven't talked to her in a week. She's being real nice to you. Yeah. And you either just cry because mm-hmm. you're like, don't be nice to me. Yeah. Or pick a fight. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm... She's being real nice. I think you need yeah. to bring her down. Or like tattle on your sibling <laughs> right. who's also a full-on yeah, adult. That, absolutely. I don't know what it is about uh, the human brain, but sometimes you just want to bring people down with you. Yep, just bring them right down with you. Well, did you hear yes. what my sister said? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, you're yeah, you're going about your day having a, having a pretty bad day, and then someone just says like this tiny little comment that really... Any other day, you'd be like, oh, whatever. But that day, oh, don't you dare say that to me. (laughs) I'm ready to fight with you now. Fight with you now. Yeah. Okay. And they're usually shocked. Like, I say that all the time and you never say anything. I'm like, what, today? It's a different day. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Do an energy check. Do an energy check. Right, right, right. right. Yes. Get get like, uh, use some mindfulness techniques, right? Mindfulness. Yes. Take, Take a moment to check in with yourself. Like, is this a smart... Mm-hmm. This is a smart move. Can I approach this well? Yeah. And I think it's totally fair, too, to say, like, you know what? I'm having a crappy day. Right. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to engage. I, I don't mm-hmm. have that yeah. energy for that empathy on this. So I might, you right. know, you might just walk away. Yes. And that's, and that's totally that's okay. okay. And that's yeah. a self-preservation move, honestly. And that's, yeah. that's okay. And also, you may even recognize... If you know somebody very well, maybe it's, you know, a sibling, a parent or a good friend and you know that they are having a bad day and then they're starting a fight. You can maybe even recognize like, hey, I think you're having a rough day today. I <laughs> yeah. think that this is some a topic for another time. I love you. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this at a when you're feeling better. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And then I think this would actually be productive. Um, but again... Mm-hmm. 
That's easier said than done. Yeah, especially if they do. said something super hurtful, and you're like, "I'm yeah. ready to fight you now." Yep. No, you gotta step it back, and right. like, there's all that's like text messages and like mm-hmm. Instagram comments. You can't get uh, the context from any of that. I yes. don't know. And Can you say something really hurtful, but then put like a cute emoji to be like, "Just kidding." <laughs> Savage. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. savage. Savage. I'm not saying I do that. I just see it on TV. Oh yeah, no, it, that, that's yeah, that's definitely definitely a thing that happens. Uh. And, I mean, in social media, you know, and I want to be clear that these aren't all my own ideas, although I am a genius. Uh, <laughs> that's what brought you on. There was a, a great podcast I listened to. It was called uh, It was Hidden Brain. It was like all about outrage. And now, of course, I don't have the name for it. I can give it to you to put in the, the show notes mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, and even they, they talk about how no matter what news station you, or you watch, doesn't matter what channel it's on, everything is brought out in this like outrage mentality of like can you believe this person said this this is outrageous and then the the counter argument is like can you believe they're outraged about the thing we said (laughs) that's ridiculous (laughs) i'm outraged Uh you see a lot of like headlines now too Mm -hmm. and i feel like this has changed in i don't know relatively recent years or maybe i just didn't pay attention but (laughs) i think it has changed uh, a lot of headlines about Blank slams blank mm-hmm. like very like aggressive right. language yeah, associated yeah. with like comments right <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yeah like so and so retweeted this person with the biggest slam yeah, yeah. Like, take down yeah, exactly. yeah. very <laughs> outrage focused absolutely like, totally depends on what channel or station or podcast or like Twitter feed you're looking at like they present it in those different ways it's kind of mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of like weather related stuff so like yeah. in minnesota they like to really like play up the snowstorms and yeah. like this is gonna be the storm of the century panic, and you're like buying toilet paper and milk and like they close the schools yeah, right. and then it's like three inches of snow and like a little bit of rain and so that i don't know i think of that sometimes with political stuff mm-hmm. on stations because you can like you can look at your phone and it's like 40% chance of snow. And then you watch TV and they're like, 9,800% of snow, like 47 inches. And you're like, well, my phone just said it was like a watch and, you know, like three to six yes. inches. But then, so like you can watch a certain channel on TV and they're, you, they've got those tickers that are like, blank, right. slams, blank. But then mm-hmm. you listen to like Minnesota Public Radio and they're just like straight up saying like, and then this person said this exact word for word thing, and the other person said this word for word thing back. And now the weather. Yeah. And like, so you can, you feel yeah. totally different depending Absolutely. on how they want you to feel. Yes. And they want you to play into the oh, outrage because yeah. that's how people kind of like keep this whole thing going. People yeah, like you, you know, that might have been yeah. kind of ranty, but like, no, that's, it's totally I've just been thinking about that. Lately. It's really a addicting. Like, it's, yeah. it's kind of, especially, guess what? If you had one of those bad days again, What's the best way to just like make it worse? <laughs> Go on Twitter. Yeah. And, we're like yeah. people, so we love drama, right? right like I yeah. love a good weather drama. <laughs> and like people love political drama. Yeah, they like, love it. They yes. love it. Mm-hmm. I call it hate Googling. And yeah. and then you get into those conversations at school and work and with your at your family gatherings and it all like feeds into each other. I feel like yeah. if we mm-hmm. 
if we can find more neutral news outlets where we're just sort of getting truth yes and making our own opinions and then like when those other people come at us who are digging into those outrage comments mm-hmm. um like you've got a little more in your hopper and you've got more energy mm. because you you didn't spend all your energy being right. outraged totally right? no it's very yeah. draining it takes up a lot of energy and then like you said like what if you looked right before bed then you're up oh this <laughs> issue's going on i can't believe yeah. it you're all your your blood pressure's high your, <laughs> yeah. your, your you know your pulse is I up i feel queasy right yeah, i feel, feel queasy and you're trying bed, to go to just bed like, <laughs> like trying not to throw up and i i'm so tired of <laughs> hannah calling me being like can you just help me through this problem <laughs> like know. gosh darn it hannah Julia, stop going on twitter Stop. That's your answer. I feel queasy. (laughs) Anna faints when she plays sports. She throws up when she reads Twitter. There's a lot of like really bodily reactions. (laughs) I'm weak. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like related to that queasy feeling, I feel like one of the things that happens with me, speaking from experience, is that like some of that outrage and my opinions gets like sort of weaved into my identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So then oh, totally. I'm I'm like, this is the person I am. This belief is the person yeah. I am. Yeah. Right. And oh, so that's then such a good point. That, yeah, that becomes mm-hmm. harder to right. like untangle that and then you, you hear like a different opinion and you're like That's oh, a personal no. attack yeah, on me. That, yeah. that feels like that's my identity. Yeah. So it it takes on a whole like next level of like absolutely upsetness and boy uh, is it yeah. hard to untangle that yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why i'm calling you at 3 a.m julia this right. is part of my identity so i have to like unbraid all this stuff yeah so that i can get to the part where i'm like okay this is just the opinion part right <laughs> not right. like how i feel how i mm-hmm. look the yes. community yes. i'm in like all the right. stuff that's about me like right. as a person yeah no, i know and sometimes you think like oh if i could just Get in front of that person and just really just give them a talking to. They would change, <laughs> yeah. uh, but they may not. <laughs> they and, then, may and it not. might feel like their belief is part of their identity. Yes, yeah. exactly. so and you're you attacking their identity. Yes, you um, get caught up in and that. And that's why it's so mm-hmm. emotional and so outragey because it yeah. is like woven in. And you, yeah. we can sort of get stuck. There's that false dichotomy thing again where mm-hmm. like there's this especially in politics where there's like this Democrat side and Republican side. And then you, you like get so ingrained in that, that you take on all of those opinions. And yeah. All of those ideas. Right. As part of you. Right. Um, and maybe you feel, you know, connected to issues on both sides. Maybe you're like, yeah. well, I have these opinions on, that are similar to this side and I have mm-hmm. these opinions that are similar to this side, but then you're forced to make that decision. Yeah. Or if, or now uh, I think uh, another kind of, false dichotomy almost it's like a trichotomy is uh, (laughs) uh, being in the middle you're criticized for not picking a side but i think the middle is where actually more people are they're just kind of forced to make a decision about about which side they are on so yeah Mm -hmm. there there was one other tool that we kind of talked about which was this idea of intent versus impact do you want to talk a little bit about that that we can pull out when we're having that crazy feeling yes yes and the thing is the thing about i want to preface is that this isn't easy for everybody and it's very situational intent versus impact is something that's kind of i think thrown a lot around a lot uh in terms of like this is what you should do and then you shouldn't be so sensitive because i didn't intend to say something bad (laughs) right but you still said it and it it impacted me and i felt bad about it yeah um the feelings are real yes absolutely but i think there are certain situations where it, it really isn't that dire 
maybe um, there someone made a you know a backhanded comment or just kind of like a little snide remark. It upsets you, but depending on your mood that day, <laughs> say um, you might be able to be like, you know what? I know that that I know this person well. I know that they're not a bad person. I know that they aren't hurtful. I know that they're not trying to hurt me. Mm-hmm. That's where you can focus on the intent. So then you could maybe just like get over that that hump there of instead of then being like, you know what? That was a hurtful comment. I'm going to come at you about it. Um, sometimes it is it is easy to just fall into that impact mm-hmm. and the outrage part of it because it, it, it hurts you. It's like kind of an emotional trigger where you're like, oh my gosh, that was really hurtful. That's the impact. I'm going to focus on that. And now I'm going to get in an argument with you. Sometimes you can kind of take a step back and just be like, you know what? I know that that's not what their intent was. And you can even maybe say that to them like, hey, I know yeah. this wasn't your intent, but this is how it made me feel in the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you didn't mean to, but I just want to make you aware of how it made me feel. Yeah. Um, then you can kind of, you know, maybe open up the, the door for a conversation um, yeah. instead of immediately being like, I can't believe you said that. That was yeah. horrible. That's where that whole like jeopardizing relationships yeah. part yes. comes in. But if you have a relationship with that person that's a relatively like significant relationship, mm-hmm. you can you can probably say those things like bring up this hurt me yeah. in a calm way right. and talk that out and mm-hmm. like keep that relationship and repair it. Right. Um, yeah. But it's hard to do yeah. when you don't have a relationship right. with a person. Yeah. Right? I, I, I bet you almost... <laughs> it's hard to do in general. It's maybe even harder when you do have a relationship. Oh, but at least, true, yes. at least you like... You kind of have to do that to keep that relationship and and do that hard work or else you might Mm -hmm. end up losing a friendship or like alienating a sibling. Right. Because I bet you anything if you just were to focus on the impact and bring up like that was mean, like that mean, that was a mean comment you said or that that's uh, hurtful uh, in this way. They, I bet you anything, the first words out of their mouth are what and intend. I didn't mean, I it, didn't that mean it that yeah. way. Or I was You're misinterpreting joking. me or yeah. yeah. Um, so if you focus on kind of pointing out that you think that their intentions were good, but maybe are they are lacking, you know they're lacking the vision of what it actually did in the impact that you can kind of just bring that up to them of this was hurtful. I know that that's not what you meant, but this is what the impact yeah. was. And so I need you to acknowledge the impact. They may not do it though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think this is especially important too, with issues that maybe you feel strongly about, but don't directly affect you. Mm-hmm. Like the ability to do that, because sometimes you can still feel that like emotional, like yes. I feel upset maybe it affects people that you're really close to. Yeah. Um, But if that issue doesn't like personally affect you as much, getting into that mindfulness space and check and then Mm -hmm. like thinking about like that intent, that's an opportunity to talk Mm -hmm. to someone about, about that and, and maybe help them understand why it it feels that way to you Mm -hmm. and might be really hurtful to someone else. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so like, if you can, you know, steal your reserves (laughs) for that and, you can really help maybe one of your friends that would mm-hmm. be really impacted by a comment yes. or an opinion like that. Right. Um, so maybe yeah. you can maybe, yeah, that friend's not around and you just want to make this person aware like, Hey, I know you don't mean anything by that comment, mm-hmm. but if you were to say that in front of my good friend or another person, mm-hmm. they would be very hurt by that. So mm-hmm. just so you're aware, yeah. um, you know, maybe it's pronoun usage. Maybe it's something, yeah. you know, like that, just making people yeah. kind of aware of their impact in a, you know, kind of like almost like a safe 
place, a yeah. safe setting of like, we yeah. are in a friendship, we have a good trusting relationship. I want to make you aware of your impact. Right. I know it's well-intentioned, but you need to be more conscious of this. Mm-hmm. And again, like you said, if it's a, you know, something more personal, not everyone has the privilege or the, you know, the luxury of just focusing on intent. Sometimes it, mm-hmm. it the impact is all there is. Yeah. And the impact's really hard to to really grapple with. And it's, you know, it's very situational yeah. when you can actually kind of bring out this kind of topic. Like cancel culture specifically, I'm thinking yeah. of. It's mm-hmm. it's very, it, it started off rooted in self-preservation. Yeah. Um, this is something horrible that's going on. Cancel like they did this horrible thing, we're done with it. Um, or if it's, you know, a family member is just consistently saying hurtful things, maybe directed at you or a loved one. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be done with this relationship because it's too hard. It's a self-preservation yeah. um, technique and, and that's okay. We're not here telling you, you have to be best friends with everyone who's saying hurtful things about you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not, yeah. that's not realistic. Yeah. Um, because you have to keep yourself safe. And- absolutely. Um, we're not telling you to just like, you know, take one on the chin, just get beat down every day. <laughs> yeah, and right. for the sake of, of peace <laughs> it's not even peaceful um no, yeah because not it, for you like you're <laughs> definitely not in a peaceful place Absolutely. yeah so it's sort of like uh like taking that mindfulness thing taking a step back thinking right. about like how does this impact me where's my energy mm-hmm. level at um yeah. because you know so, like sometimes it's self-preservation but then other times yeah it's like i don't want to deal with this mm-hmm. or something that i've noticed and have participated in especially in college was this idea of like um, it gives me social capital to reject people who have mm-hmm, like quote yeah. bad opinions, right? So, right. so when I say like they're done, I, like nobody fr- be friends with them or whatever, mm-hmm. that boosts me up with a certain crowd, and mm-hmm. I get like and that feels good. Yeah, yeah, that feels good, right? Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. sort of making sure that when you're doing that, when you when you are saying, I don't think that I can really have conversations with this person, it is coming from a self-preservation side and yeah. not like a boost your ego, yeah. Like, yeah. like get right. that friend validation from mm-hmm. it sort of thing. And that, that, again, can be really hard. Julia, can I just say that this episode is full of hard things to do? <laughs> really <laughs> hard. All of this is really hard. Uh, yeah. Let's just, it's let's just very hard. That. And when you tell me I'm an expert, I, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> laugh because, boy, am I I not perfect in this area. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it's it's hard to to really just try and you know check myself and you know see where I'm at emotionally before I go into difficult conversations or even to just not go to that emotional place. It's so hard. Yeah. Um, and my job requires me to be um, talking to people, working with people who maybe have very different views from me, personal mm-hmm. views from me. Yeah. But in my job we are com- trying to, to work toward a common goal together. Yeah. Um, you know, working at the, the Minnesota legislature, there are all kinds of opinions. There are all kinds of things that are said that maybe I personally have issue with, but I have to put those aside and focus on what we have in common or what we are working toward yeah. and, you know, see them as that, that not dehumanize them. It's really yeah. easy to be like, well, I can't believe they said that one thing two years ago that I heard on the news. Right. <laughs> and then I go into their office and ask them for things. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to, you know, you don't want to go in there being like, this guy's a jerk. He said that thing. Yeah. Um, I need to, I need to not dehumanize them and Mm -hmm. I need to come in and just kind of start from square one Mm -hmm. of here we are building a relationship together here we are talking with one another and I'm learning what your values are I'm learning what you care about 
and I'm going to show you why I care about the same things. And, you know, and Mm -hmm. we can work together on this. We can, we can get this done. So, yeah, that's awesome. And you do really like good hard work advocating for girls which that's is, that's the goal yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> i appreciate you saying i do a good job but I, yeah <laughs> it's 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 good work it's okay, like good you. intentioned work yes, so yes. like yeah you have to find that common ground so that you can come yeah for what you believe in right and, you know yeah and i, I mm-hmm. Anytime I go and talk to somebody who I know has maybe made a comment that I very much disagree with, if I bring up, um, you know, girls and, and our, our Connects program and trying to to, to get funding and, and expand Girl Scouts to all girls, they none of them are like, no, yeah. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Luckily, you have like yeah. a pretty easy sell. It's a pretty easy but, sell. But like yeah. they still have to find the money and they have, right? to, they have to think it's important. Um, yeah, in order to vote for it, and so, so it's all about kind of learning, you know, what they value. Maybe there's something yeah. that they value that seems completely unrelated to the Connects program, but mm-hmm. it's about finding, um, you know, the common values of like, yeah. oh, you care about community. Mm-hmm. Guess what helps communities? <laughs> right, Girl Scouts. <laughs> yeah, uh, you yeah. know, and and they they may be just helping them see a, a different perspective of like, oh, I guess community in that way makes sense like that i can connect that to what i what i believe in and that makes sense to me and you know like let's work together on this and we Uh don't need to go into the topics that maybe we disagree on uh but yeah that's that's kind of what i do on a day-to-day basis um is just finding common values with one with one another and other people that Sometimes it's hard to, sometimes it's, but it's, it's a requirement of my job. So I think it's also <laughs> seeped into my personal life, which has been very helpful. Yeah. Um, it's been wonderful to, you know, have conversations with maybe family members that I know in the past have n- never agreed with mm-hmm. and being able to just be like, you know what, I'm just going to take a step back and let's just get to know each other more deeply. And I'm talking, you know, like extended family, maybe you don't know, you see twice a year or you see yeah. once a year at Christmas, um, just kind of like get to know them and see, you know, what their life is like and you know what they value and where their opinions come from and it, it makes it easier and a much more peaceful christmas mm-hmm. time for sure <laughs> um you know and yeah. and just know that there's love there especially if it's yeah. family like there, there's love there and mm-hmm. you know find find that love and just kind of focus on that it makes it much more peaceful and happy yeah what a great kind of bow to wrap up yeah. of this conversation Just tie it um, up. we usually kind of end with like a takeaway and and yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. i'm like ooh, i'm like listening the whole time and like ooh, what What's is what is our takeaway yeah i think like, um, the whole thing was a takeaway yeah, takeaway. Oh, well. yeah. so we gave <laughs> you a lot of tools. toolbox yeah there's a lot of tools um mm-hmm. we have notes that we, that we like have written down about like things we want to talk about mm-hmm. and and one of the things i just wrote was help um so <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right this is the, yeah. kind of the takeaway is this is this is hard Mm-hmm. Um, it's it takes a lot of energy to do, yes. but there's some tools we can use. Mm-hmm. We can think about empathy. We can be mindful. We can right. think about our energy, and we can be brave, yeah. right? We can be brave about saying um, what we do believe. We can be brave about um, taking a step back and listening to someone, mm-hmm. even if they're saying something that that is really hard to listen to. Mm-hmm. And we can be brave by saying, "Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. yeah," right? and and being open to to hearing yeah. people's ideas. So I think mm-hmm. that this was like a great episode. Thank you so much oh, for coming thank you. on. Yeah. Well, thanks for having. Um, um, it was great, great to talk about this, and I yeah. think that like this is really helpful for girls out there. They're, they're having these tough conversations every mm-hmm. day, so hopefully, yeah. like you're listening to this, you've got a couple tools in your toolbox that you can use and yeah. bring out, and and just know that it's never going to be perfect. You are going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You are going to get caught up in your emotions. 
one conversation with a one person will go really well and then the next might be bad and it doesn't mean that you're not doing a good job it, yeah. it means it's just a work in progress and i think that i wish it was as easy as you do these three steps and then you solve it all but that's not <laughs> how it works it's going to be a lifelong journey for you to do to use these tools and to en- engage with different people um yeah. on a day-to-day basis for the rest of your life so yeah we're in it we're, we're in, in it. it. We feel inspired. We're it together. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those episodes where you leave and you're like, oh, I'm yeah. inspired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change the world. I'm going to do it all. Yeah. Yep. That's right. We solved world peace. Um, <laughs> yeah. We have We basically it. do every time. So yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Welcome to our world peace solving <laughs> podcast. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you ready? Cool. Julia, we okay. uh, end our episodes with a would you rather oh, question. Here it is. Would you and rather. And it's a secret to us. Idel knows the, the question. So she gets to think about it in advance and then go last. So okay. <laughs> she always goes last. <laughs> even anyway. even though she goes. has it ahead of time, yep. it still yeah. takes the longest to decide. <laughs> yes. Got it. I like to be swayed. <laughs> I, I like to hear all the arguments. Oh. I don't want to make my my decision without Ooh. hearing all the sides. This is yeah. a very so, full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Would so you there, rather is very relevant. I there. I uh, speaking of dichotomies, let's make one. Speaking of debating, <laughs> here's the binary. There's that no I'm, gray area. There's no gray area. <laughs> nope. Yeah. You, you literally cannot choose the middle because that's cheating. Okay. Yeah, um, we're ready. Would you rather be too hot or too cold forever? <laughs> <sighs> too cold. Wow. Already? Yeah. Right out the fast. gate. Right. Uh, okay. I think um, shivering burns calories. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're too hot, you'll just sweat and dehydrate yourself, but you can burn calories while you're cold. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to work out anymore. You don't have to work out. You're just you're cold. Like- just shivering just all the time. Cold and yeah, but then you're not sweating and smelly. Yeah. That's true. So, I, um, neither of these is good. Let's just acknowledge <laughs> that. Yeah. Right. I'm going to have to go with Julie on this one, too. I did move from Florida to Minnesota basically for this reason. <laughs> it was too hot. It was too hot all the time. Felt too hot all the time. Working at summer camp in Florida. Ooh. What? Oh. That's horrible. No. We didn't have AC. And yeah. Florida's like 100% humidity. Yeah. Where, like your glasses fog up cold. So, you know what? Mm. I'm done with that life. I would have... <laughs> I would like to be cold. You can always add more layers when you're cold. Right. But um, see, you're like just going to be cold. It doesn't matter what you do. You're always oh, going to be cold. Oh, that's true. I'll deal uh, with it. Yeah. yeah you probably cold. just get used to it eventually, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true of the heat too, but <laughs> I whatever. can't sleep when it's warm. I, if, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. I, have, I also have this thing where if my feet get too hot, I'm in a bad mood. Oh. No matter, for whatever reason, like Weird. any other body part, like it be warm and it's kind of uncomfortable. But if yeah. my feet are hot, I am cranky. <clears throat> Don't pick my a fight with Julia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, I, if yeah. I ever bang my head on my car door, which happens often, weirdly, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> more, more than I'd like to admit, <laughs> I might hit my head on things. And then um, we have a slanted ceiling in my in my house and I always hit it. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, if my feet are hot, I just get cranky. So this is my, my chew. Hit, hit the head. Instant feet cranky. hot. Do not have Great. a political discussion with Julia if she's, oh, she's got like yeah. an ice pack on her head or a fan on her feet. Yes, like, don't yes, don't, don't mess with me. Do not mess. I'm not gonna have much empathy. Yeah. All right. What are you gonna yep. pick? I I have to pick cold too. 
I know clean there sweep. are yeah clean sweep <laughs> there are people out there who would choose hot I yeah, know yeah. like people love to be hot they move from Minnesota to yeah. like Arizona they like they just sweating like hot all the time <laughs> which is weird yeah I it's hate weird. sweating and I, I love going to warm places but it's mostly because I like love the ocean and I love wearing shorts but I want to be like mm. temperate I want to be like 75 degrees I do yeah. not want to be sweating. I start to feel queasy like Hannah when she's having <laughs> political conversations. Uh, yeah. And I get like car sick and like I can't sleep. It's also hard to sleep when you're too cold. That's true. But I feel like it would be better. I think and the no, shivering would rock you. It's to better sleep. to yeah, sleep. <laughs> the shivering would like exhaust mm. you. Yeah. Scientifically, cold yeah. is better than hot. That's to yeah. true. Sleep. Yeah. yeah. Science it's like says... better for your body, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Just trying to burn fat while you sleep. Uh-huh. Shivering. You're really into this whole like uh, cold instead yeah. of working out. Working out. Yeah, that yeah. sounds wonderful. What if I just had to sit on my couch and watch Netflix and burn calories? Is this confirmed that shivering burns calories? I love calories? this show. I don't think it's confirmed. I think it's something I heard once and I've been spreading like wildfire. Just like these conversations we're having. About, you well, know, just you just, <laughs> just you hear one thing and you just you just really latch onto it and spread it. That's what I'm doing. No <laughs> research. Have, no research. We don't like, really have my own opinion about it yeah we have like millions of listeners so now everybody's gonna know about this <laughs> we all picked cold yeah, yeah. so maybe but right. maybe there's definitely girls out there that would pick hot oh yeah i think yeah, yeah. oh yeah so More power think to about you. it yeah what would you choose you know i have yeah. empathy for that choice right yeah, yeah. <laughs> see we're practicing already yeah. all right all right thanks so much for coming on the podcast julia <laughs> yeah this was all. great thanks for having me it was really fun all right and now it's time for girls pick hey my name is Remington Faust, and I'm part of the Girl Scout leaderboard and press corps with River Valley Girl Scouts. I'm a senior in Girl Scouts and have been with them for about eight years. And here are my top three picks. One of my favorite podcasts right now is The Lavender Podcast. It is truly inspiring, and I listen to it all the time. My favorite subscription box is currently Owl Crate, where I get a signed book and a special copy of the book that is only available through that certain subscription box. My favorite TV show currently is Supergirl, which I've been catching up with on Netflix. It's about the cousin of Superman, and it's just one of my favorite shows that I've watched for, since it's been out, actually. Thank you for listening to my picks. Girl Talk is brought to you by Girl Scouts River Valleys. Our host is Hannah Gilbert. The show is produced by Adele Erickson and edited by Sarah Micatel. For more about the podcast and our team, go to girltalk.girlscoutsrv.org. See you next time.